it's loading up. Bloody hell. Hi there, welcome to Let's Talk Tottenham. We finally have a Monday win and a clean sheet as well to talk about, so all happy days here. Uh, got Gareth joining in a sec, or in a couple of minutes, uh, but, and two other great guests as well. Josh, the Tottenham guy, uh, that's how you know him from. How you doing, Josh? Yeah, I'm not too bad, man, not too bad. A bit pretty ecstatic over that uh, performance yesterday. Nice to see yeah. Davison Sanchez finally get on the score sheet. Hopefully people leave him alone for a couple of weeks. And uh, absolutely <laughs> and screamer from uh, Lucas Moore. Yeah. What a goal that was. Yeah, we've got all that to talk about and lots more. Uh, but just quickly, I know you've got a YouTube channel. Uh, it's on the description anyway. Uh, but for people who don't know where it is, uh, where can they find uh, Josh the Tottenham guy? Yeah, you said it yourself, mate. Josh the Tottenham guy on YouTube, mate. So, yeah, that, that's where you can find me. I've got a couple of things in the, in the pipeline. I've got a, a massive charity stream at the beginning of the year, or beginning of the new year. So if, if you're about on the 1st of, 1st of January at 12 p.m., come by a sale. I've got a couple of live streams. I've got a brand new series starting up. This week or next week, sorry for the Leicester game, where I've got a, I've got a fan of Leicester coming onto the show. We're going to talk football and just have a bit of have a bit of football banter between us. So, and I'm hoping to do that with every other club that we get into the Excellent. end of the season now. So, excellent. Yes, Josh's uh, Twitter handle is in uh, the description, as is the uh, YouTube links. Make sure you get over there. And uh, Brad Matthews been on here plenty of times. Uh, how you doing, Brad? Ed and Chris, good thanks. Yeah, as Josh was yeah. saying, good, good to have a nice win yesterday, and that's that's well three in a row at home now, isn't it? So we've actually yeah. won every game at home now. So uh, yeah, it's looking good. Yeah, uh, and then, as I said yeah. before, and things can only get better. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Three wins out of three, and uh, yeah, your music channel. Uh, uh, okay, I've got, yeah, I've I've literally got a video that's ready to go. I've just got to try and find out how to edit it. Uh, and then put it on. And at the moment, I, I looked at the name, the average guitarist, but there's about three or four average guitarist channels out there already. So it's probably going to go under the name Brad 60, uh, which is the Excellent. idea of me writing songs when I turn 60. So so I thought I might might use that name. But uh, yeah, I'll just let you turn 60. Once, once it happens. <laughs> Sorry? So what do you mean when you turn 60, mate? How you doing, bud? You're right. Good, good thanks, Gareth. Uh, Brad's uh, Twitter handle is on the, uh, uh, the description as well, so make sure you check that out and keep an eye out for that YouTube channel. And Mac, fashionably late. I'm late for <laughs> my usual. own funeral, uh, mate. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, buddy? How you doing? Yeah, yeah, not too bad, mate. Just working hard around around like headless chicken, so my apologies for, for being a little oh, late. At least yeah. I gave you notice this time. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, can't, I can't complain, I can't complain, but <laughs> we won 3 0, so I'm not that bothered about uh, five minutes. Brilliant. Anyway. Um, yeah, Raw Emotion Pod, that's your podcast. Uh, uh, it's in the description as well, but uh, for people who don't know where it is, where can they find it? Um, to be fair, we, we don't broadcast live. We, we record and we upload it. So wherever you get your pods from, just, yeah, pop in uh, Raw Emotion and Tottenham Pod and you'll be able to find us. Although that uh, because we've been to a couple of the games, we're a little bit behind. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Well, the link's in the description, as is uh, Max's uh, um, Twitter handle. Josh's as well, and YouTube stream, and Brad's uh, Twitter handle as well. So, uh, yeah, not often on here we get to talk about a Spurs win and a clean sheet and a comfortable win as well. So we'll crack on, and Wayne Bonner pretty much sums it up. Here. 
Hey. Yeah. How you doing, Wayne? Uh, always a pleasure having you on here. Always on every Spurs stream. Uh, even though good win yesterday, good performance, and a good draw in the FA Cup. I didn't know this. It was Brad who told me this off air. Uh, More come at home. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, nice, nice draw there. So um, that'll be uh, that'll be a nice one. I'm just I saw a tweet saying you know this is what the FA Cup's about. Let's get a packed house so that more can get a decent revenue out, yeah. of, out of the game. Um, and I, I I completely concur with that. You know we we especially after what's happened with some clubs over the, the course of the pandemic when we weren't allowed to go to clubs and watch the games. So yeah, I'm I'm hoping that as many Spurs fans as possible get their asses down and. You know, make sure that more can walk away with something that can help keep them going for a little bit longer. Yeah, absolutely, and yeah, ho hopefully it's a a fairly big uh, a fairly big attendance there because uh, yeah, they get half the gate receipts, don't they? Each team get half of the seats. Um, yeah, before we crack on, hit the like, hit the subscribe. Uh, it all helps the channel. Uh, yeah, make sure you do that. Uh, but Josh, uh, three wins out of three for Conte. Uh, three wins and a draw in the Premier League in his first four games. Um, we've only conceded in one of those games. Uh, is that what you expected from Conte, or did you think that the uh, lack of quality in the in the squad would pose a bit more of issues for him there? I think everyone's a little bit shocked, didn't they? Um, I think everyone's shocked with how. Yeah, my daughter, my daughter's crying in the background. I can't, I can't help it at the moment. Sorry. Go, ask someone else. Come back to me. I'll answer in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> well, Brad, Brad, over to you. Uh, three wins out of three. Did you expect yeah, that? Yeah, a, no, a, a ten points out of a possible twelve. Yeah. Uh, uh, some easier games. Brentford, Norwich, Leeds, not doing that well. But you, you've still got to win the games, haven't you? Yeah, this is it. I mean, it's 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 played played for one three, lost one, uh, drawn one, goals four seven against one. So I mean, one mm. goal considered in four games is good. And and I think two, maybe three of those games about our main centre back, Romero. Mm, so yeah. you know that, that's pretty good. Uh, the only thing I would say was that 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 uh, we have played teams that we should be beating. But then you know if we hadn't have beaten these teams, people would be moaning about that. So you know it's a it's a it's you know there's no win situation. We can do you know we can win the games. That's all we can do. And mm. uh, now we have to. I think Brian away will be difficult. Or I hear that they've got about seven players out. So and we've know. got a few out as well, apparently now. Well, yeah, there's all this this rumor going around about uh, COVID knocking down some players, but uh, I guess we'll find out. I mean, Sonny was supposed to miss that game because of COVID, and never never did. So <laughs> we'll, we'll find out in, in the long run. But no, it's uh, it's looking good under Conte. Um, yeah. it, I mean, let's 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 be honest; it's not perfect, but uh, yeah, I think it's it, the signs are there. The signs are there. Yeah, I mean, Josh, do you think he's got the fans on side pretty quickly there after four games? Conte, there was a, a, a Antonio chant yesterday and he stood around and applauded, which Nuno literally didn't move from his arms crossed for 90 minutes. So Conte seems to appreciate the crowd there, which Nuno, I'm not sure he did. Um, but yeah, how have you found Conte's first uh, four games in charge, league games? In, in terms of getting the, the crowd on side, I think he had the crowd on side before he even stepped, stepped inside the bug out, mate. Like, Everyone wanted this appointment, and we, we and we were glad that we got it. And the fact that he's got three wins out of three at home makes him the third ever manager to to, to do that um, at, at, at the new uh, well at, for Tottenham. Really, the first ever three games in charge of a club, he's won all three of them um, at, at home. So it's it's, it's a fa it's a fantastic appointment. Um, I love the fact that the crowd are behind him. Absolutely love it. The guy is the guy's a tactician, a tactical genius. And if we, I've, I've said it before on other shows, like if we don't do anything under Conte. We ain't going to do anything for at least another 30-odd years. It's going to happen soon. 
It happens in the next couple of years. I reckon next year we have a genuine chance to win, go for, push for the title. I don't want to get to, uh, uh, um, too carried away, but if he's given the backing in January and in the summer, there's no reason why we can't. Josh, you need yeah. to give me the number of your dealer, mate, because I don't think we're pushing for the title next year, but I think we might get um, we might get a trophy. Uh, this is what I'm saying. We, they, they, yeah. we, we can genuinely push. We can push. We can contend for it. Whether yeah. we win it or not, it's a completely different matter, but... We are going to be a team that we we're going to be a genuine contender next year. I can see it happening. The the, the biggest part, it'll always Josh, it'll always come back to whether Levy backs him properly. Mm. It's making this, the is, this is what I'm business. saying. Yeah. Um, do you, do you know, think he will though? Because there, there must have been some conversation with I'm only joining if I get some money. Well, so and, was, and this was, is kind of Levy's last chance. Do you think he'll back him in January or and or certainly the summer? I've said this before. I said going to the Conte thing. I, I as soon as we back, as soon as we got Conte, I straight away and I've said it before. I, I said, you know, we're top top four is realistic with Conte because of what we've got. We have got a prime top, you know, trophy winning manager. You know, Jose was was a dinosaur. You know, don't get me wrong. I backed him and I was hopeful because of his CV. But we we've got a manager in his prime who knows how to win. Um, and I think that's only going to going to improve Tottenham and, and the players as a club. It, it all comes down to Levy. Now I saw something today that, based on what Tottenham haven't spent over the years, realistically we could spend four hundred million pounds in the transfer <laughs> yeah. and not breach FIFA fair play. Now whether Levy will give him such a purse, I do not know. But I don't think Levy has a choice now. It's what he, Levy is. Levy's not had for a long time. Well, in fact, I don't think he's ever had 60,000 people calling for his head at a game, ever. He's mm. had the odd, you know, the odd sect here and there, the, pro the odd protest, you know, going to the club shop and then standing protesting for 20 minutes. Um, you know, you, he's had that, which is, let's be fair, for someone like Levy, that's water for ducks back. The minute he's got 60,000 people and he thinks, oh my God, the, the business model, which is good at Spurs, the on-pitch model isn't, but the business model is good, and he starts thinking, "Shit, the business model is going to go down." Right? Then, then yeah, I, I think he's at that point now where he's got no choice. He had mm. to get Conte. He's got to back Conte, and if he doesn't back Conte, then it, it's not it's not Conte we're going to be worried about. It, it's not Conte that he's going to have to worry about. You know, he's going to be worried have to worry about the fans. And I, and I said this on um, I think I said this when I was on um, Bobby Singh with with Brad. If he doesn't back him. I think he's genuinely going to have to get guards for his housemate because he'll get firebombed. Genuinely, I think they will they will lynch oh, him I agree. if they ever get their yeah. hands on him. So, yeah, for me, he's got no choice. He's got to, and I expect him to. I genuinely expect him to. And this could be, like I say, with agree with Josh, that there could well be a push. You know, I'm not, you know, I don't want to run before we can walk. But I, I genuinely think that because he has no choice, yeah, we could well be in a position next season where, We've got some a, a refreshed squad with some quality players with a quality manager, and we could be genuinely excited properly for the first time since Prime Pochettino. It, it, it also mm. comes down to the fact whether Joe Lewis will pump any of his own money in or any of that company's money in. Because if you look at the other clubs, you, you know your Man Cities and your Chelseas and even your Leicesters, their mm. owners are putting their own money. Although it's not, it's not, it, it's it's classed as a loan. So, uh, but Joe Lewis has never done that, or or Enoch have never done that. It's all been based on what we're what we're making, what the company mm. are making. But but this but that's the thing though. But they've never been in a position where they had to. Yeah, you know, yeah. And, this, and, and this is the thing. I think that some some has been said, and like I say, Jan January will be interesting to see what we do, mm -hmm. and then you know, as long as they don't think getting a couple of you know towards the back end of their career big names in is going to yeah. settle it. But I think um, yeah, I, I think January will be interesting. 
Um, it's more about what we get out, I think, as well. Um, yeah. Because obviously we've got a lot of dead weight that we need to get shot of. But um, yeah, like I say, I'm, I'm, I fully expect some some big things in the transfer market because yeah. it is it, it, he's, he's in a dead end and he's got to fight his way out and this is the only way he's going to do it. Yeah. It, all, it, all, also, it also comes down to the fact you have to understand. I'm, I'm hoping he understands. We're a football club. We're not a someone. We're not someone's play toy. We're not a business. We yeah. are a football club. The football club is for the people. Mm. So, Tottenham Hotspur was founded for the local community, and that's what it's always been about. It's always been about the fans. Now, from a business perspective, the guy's a fantastic businessman. Absolutely yeah. incredible. From a footballing perspective, he's not a good football chairman. What needs to happen is I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind having Levy. In, 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 in the offices doing all the financial stuff. That's, I haven't got an issue with that. What I have an issue with is him running the football side of things. Give that job to someone who is a football in person. Because ultimately, all that's going to happen is if you keep running this football club to the ground, like the way that he has been, yeah, people are going to stop buying tickets. People are going to stop renewing their season tickets. And they're not going to buy the memberships. not going to buy merchandise. No, Amelie, their profits just decline. Yeah, yeah, I think this is where you need to create that gap between Paratici and Levy, don't you? It's... Yeah, yeah, direct with the football, go to leave and say, listen, sign that, mate, sign that, mate, sign that, mate, happy days. And, you know, as long as things are proving dividend in what Paratici is doing, then then Levy should, shouldn't get involved. It'll be, no. interesting, it'll be interesting to see what they do, uh, obviously in January and, and, and more importantly, probably in, in the uh, summer window. But also be interesting to see what they do with someone like Hugo Lloris, because in the past, it's been, oh, we only want to offer him one year because, like, we've got, we don't give him two years because it's done to a money thing. So I imagine Hugo Lloris is on quite a, a big, big earner. So Hugo Lloris might say, well, I'll stay if you if you give me a two-year contract. And then the club in the past said, well, no, that, that's, that's that's too much. So it'll be interesting. Yeah, There's rumours to be 14 yeah. and still be one of the best keepers. Yeah, yeah, it's rumours that we're yeah. going to extend it um, uh, amid interest. But, um, yeah, a couple of comments here. Cody... What's going on, guys? What's going on, Cody? Yeah, it's Cody. Three out of three. Hey, how you doing, Cody? Uh, Simply Ace, uh, how you doing? Performance against Norwich was okay. First half was poor, but we improved in the second half. Scoring more goals now, not relying on Kane for just the goals. And it's nice to win three games in a row, but can't be too much into it at the moment. As much tougher test will come soon. Let's hope we keep this run going. But Josh, three wins out of three, four, four without a loss. I mean, that's just got to be a confidence builder for a team that was shipping goals, not getting any points and, and it's got to be a confidence builder regardless of who the opposition is to go into three real tough games now I'd say Brighton away Leicester away Liverpool at home and and yeah to get to get uh, 10 points out of 12 in that has, has got to be good got to be good I mean yeah it's it's all right but I mean that's it's, it's four games without a Harry Kane goal um we have to start asking ourselves we I mean Brad, you've, you've seen me in the Irish Hotspur group. You yeah. know exactly what my thoughts are of Kane right now. Yeah. Personally, in my opinion, Kane's not good enough for the squad. As of, as, as of, as of right now, he is not good enough. There is absolutely no way you can justify 14 appearances and one goal with one assist when you've got Sonny, who's got a 45% goal participation, as opposed to Harry Kane's 10. It's not right. Um, he's, he's improved slightly over weeks, and he's showing signs of scoring. But it's a matter of when. And if he doesn't start scoring, then what do we do? Dead, well, dead how, how, how long would you give him until enough's enough? If a good enough offer coming in January, I'll take it. I'll take it happily. Getting getting another striker that's going to be prolific. You know, we, 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 we're becoming second favourites for Vlahovic now, and he's someone that we absolutely need 110%. We're becoming second favourites to see simply because we're not going to offer the money that they want for him. They want £75 million plus add-ons for him. 
That's we're not going to offer. We're not going to pay that. No, no, they'll get, they'll, mate, they'll get Skywalker out of it. You know they. Will. Yeah. You know, yeah. I will give you 70 million plus Skywalk for the whole of the Fiorentina backroom staff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like Brad knows my opinions of, of Harry Kane in general from, from previous shows. And um, um, his body language to me is, is still not right. It, you know, yeah, he's, he's reacting right when he hasn't scored, you know, when he's had his shots. But you look at what he's like with the rest of the team. It, he's, in, my, in my eyes, he's still half-arsed. I think we we missed an opportunity to get the best money we could for him in in this in this transfer window just gone. I think it is time that he goes. I um, but also I think the problem we've got is because we've only got one striker. There was talk about Bergwijn potentially being used as um, you know as as a, as a top man um, to give us a bit of a, to give us a bit of alternative. And I think Kane needs to be substituted. I think he kind of needs that jolt because it doesn't matter what he does. He's still getting 90 minutes under his belt. And the, and this is what we said prior when the team wasn't, um, where, when the team didn't have the depth and we started to lack. It was, well, where's the competition? They know their name's nailed on. So why do, why, they're not putting in the extra effort to, you know, to be as, as, as good as they were. Um, and part of me thinks Kane needs to needs to be dropped for somebody else to play up top. He needs to be subbed for somebody else to come up top to kind of make him go. Well, actually, yeah, I'm I'm not untouchable. You know, I think he lost a lot of credit with fans. Um, you know, with what happened in the summer, is is his PR was was badly handled. His statement was late, in my opinion. He could have done it. Or should have done it a week earlier. Um, but. Yeah, I, I just think that also he, he needs to be taken off the pitch. You know, you you look at the substitution that was made at the weekend. You know, Lucas for um, Lucas for Berg, Bergvine. Me, I probably would have taken Kane off, put Lucas up front, put Bergvine down the right, just so that it gave Kane a bit of a kick up the ass to think, oh well, I'm not infallible, I'm I'm not untouchable. I I need to start doing that little bit extra, like I've been doing for the last five years. And and yeah, and I think that that also plays a factor as well as the fact that I think he's I think he's done as a Tottenham player in his own head. Yeah, I think we've got quite a few comments here. Uh, Craig Bowler, how you doing, Craig? Uh, if we brought in Vlahovic last summer on current form, Kane would have been dropped. Uh, Simply A says he needs to be dropped, but we have no backup thanks to Levy. Yeah. And Craig's added uh, in contrast, Vlahovic is banging them in for Florentina. Fiorentina. And it's striding around like a peacock. So much confidence, notably different to Kane. Uh, just a, another one for Cody as well. Life is good apart from the apparent COVID outbreak. At, uh, no, I've just, I've just seen that, mate. I've just seen So a report coming out of Spurs, ITK hubs. Spurs in the no hub. COVID outbreak at Hotspur way. Six six players and two coaches have all tested positive. Yeah, but isn't he, isn't he like tier three, three though? Did they have a tier three? Tier three, yeah. yeah, yeah don't they get that? Whereas we have to isolate for two weeks, don't they? If they get a PCR test and it's negative, they're fine to play. Or is that? Yeah. Have I got that wrong? Yeah, yeah. They changed the legislation, didn't they? Even if you're double jabbed, unless you get a clear PCR test or something, then you, um, you, you've got to isolate. Just go have a party at Downing Street, you'll be fine then. That's it, mate. Yeah, because we, we know yeah. we've got the gear on tap as well. Yeah. So, you know, you know that police out. Yeah, yeah. I'll wear a police jacket. No one's going to suspect me, but let's be honest £6,000 on, on takeaways, £90,000 on wallpaper. Yeah, my ass. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, Brad, with, with Kane, do you think he's getting closer or do you think it's I, a case I, like Josh I, says that he's, he's got to be, and Max says, got to be dropped? Because yeah, I, I'm not sure that that 
that one where he tried to lob um what's his name uh, a cruel that was terrible really he, just concentrate on getting that on target because then you've scored it doesn't matter if it's in the corner just get it in the middle of the goal but he, he seems I, to be I, trying too hard but what's your take on it i i think that uh it, it's get it's getting there it's still not not 100 kane but he's getting there I thought that the the lob. I mean, if I'd have been in that position, I'd have probably tried that as well. So I, I don't really blame him for trying that. He just got it wrong. He had a shot mm. that was tipped around the post by Crawl. Yeah, uh, that was unlucky. You know, so he's getting there. And I just this, think is, that this is a player... thing for a striker, though. They say you should only worry if they're not getting chances. But yeah, the chances he's getting, getting chances. He, you'd have, you know, you look at that one on one in the second half. You'd have put your house on it last year. Oh, that was the, 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 bagged, it, it, yeah. put it away. Mm. You know, to be fair, the shot with Crook that where Crook saved it in the first half a year, two years ago, you'd have put your house on it that he would have buried that one as well. Well, a, few, a few weeks ago, he wasn't even shooting from there, was he? So, yeah, I'll be honest. Like, yeah. it wouldn't surprise me, mate, if he bagged a brace at Brighton. But oh, yeah, whether I, or I, not, yeah. it's whether or not that it, will be yeah. what kickstarting. And this is this is the bit I think that we need to be more worried about is. You know, I thought he, he would have kick-started scoring that hat-trick in the uh, in the conference. You know, you score a hat-trick, that's got to fill you with confidence. You've got to think to yourself, right, I'm still scoring happy days. Brilliant. He's playing teams where he should be scoring goals, and he's not. So, it, it, it's when he scores, and what, you know what? I, if, I, he, I, if he continues to, to I, score, well, whether he just goes, oh, I've got a couple, fuck it, you know, I'll... I won't bother for a couple of games again. I, I go back to I go back to uh, Euro '96, where Alan Shearer hadn't scored for England in about nine, ten games or whatever, and the press was saying we should drop him, we should drop him. They played the first game against Switzerland. I put a bet on Alan Shearer scoring the first goal at nine to one, and he scored the first goal, and I think he went on to be one of the, the top scorers. He's cold boot, yeah. Yeah, I think Kane. As soon as he gets one, that that'll be it. You know, I mean, this is a guy. You don't suddenly become bad overnight. If he had one season playing really, really brilliantly, then you could say, oh, well, he had a lucky season. But he hasn't. He's been consistent over five or six seasons. So I don't think, you know, you just don't lose that. Brad, you know, the, the biggest yeah. question is, is, has he lost the love for the shirt? Is he? I don't think he has. I don't think he has, because you look at that Arsenal game, the third goal, he made the mistake, slipped over. It was him who tried to tackle back in the box. If you're not bothered about your job, if you're not fed up, you don't make that 70-yard run because it's someone else's problem. And, 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 and in fairness to him, on, on my, my viewpoint, is he, he scored against uh, Newcastle, looked quite good, and then with Nuno went straight back to just defensive play again. I think if he gets a goal under Conte, he'll know that Conte is still going to play attacking football. But to Josh's point, Max's point, and... He still he has to start scoring goals soon, otherwise it's um you know it's not it's not beyond criticism, but I just think that mm. I saw you know I'm I'm like most people. I, I look at when they score a the goal, is is Kane celebrating, is he smiling? He looked like he was smiling yesterday when Spurs scored. I don't, he, I don't he, think he gave Sanchez's goal. He said he, he went up to Sanchez, one of the first ones. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I mean, you, you should be doing that anyway. You can't really you say, should, oh, it's I good he's celebrating the goal. You should be doing yeah. that anyway. I, but, I don't think I, he ever lost love for the club. I think he just he just didn't, he lost with the owners, basically, because he didn't he didn't get what, what he wanted. And let's face it, we were a mess. At the end of last season, we were an absolute mess. And Nuno, bless him, didn't really make that mess any better. But now I think, We've got a manager there, and hopefully he'll get the backing. And maybe and Kane has always said that if, if he can see the future at Tottenham, he will stay. And I think he must. Like us supporters, at the start of the season, we'd have thought, oh, gee, we might scrape seventh or eighth, maybe have a run in the cup. Now we're all going, oh, next season we're going to push for the title. So 
that shows you how much a decent manager can have an effect on you. And if it has an effect on us as fans, I'm sure it has the same effect on someone like Harry Kane. So, you know, I'm 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 sure once he starts scoring, he'll he'll he'll, he'll go and you know, at the end of February, end of March, we'll be thinking we won't even be talking about it anymore. I'll be like, Brad, I remember when I used to be young and you know, you're all full of hope and <laughs> <laughs> But at the same time, you've got, to, you've got. To, I'm sick and tired of this narrative being pushed. Like, I'm not saying anyone here, but like, there's a gen- generic narrative amongst the Spurs community that Harry Kane needs to be protected at all costs. Absolutely not. If you are, if you are a football player and you are held at a world class pedestal, you're expected to perform on that world class pedestal, that world class pedestal that everyone sees you at, regardless of how many years of uh, banging in goals left, right, and centre you have. If you're not performing, you have you, you deserve to be called out. Everybody's very, very quick to sit there and call out the likes of Deli Ali, Harry Winks, and rightfully yeah. so. And yeah. rightfully so. Why is why is it Harry Kane isn't allowed to be spoken about? It's like a taboo. No, Harry Kane has been performing shit. I'm gonna call him out for being shit. End yeah. of the. If you want, if he, if he, if he wants, if he wants to stay at the club, he needs to start performing. Otherwise, I mean, I'd, like I, I've said, I'd have if, if an offer come in for him that's, that's that's reasonable for Harry Kane in January, I'd let him go. However, when do we when do we say enough is enough? If he doesn't start bagging goals, when is enough going to be enough? Because there's only so much credibility you can give the guy. I was going to say because this is the thing: doesn't matter how, any, how many goals he scores, right? And don't get me wrong; he's been prolific. He's done brilliantly as regards you know the goals he has scored. But you, for me, you got to look at the bigger picture. We've had three, what two two finals where he hasn't turned up. He's had a final for England where he hasn't turned up. You know, people, and this and this was kind of the thing that I used to get fucked off with after the the Champions League final. I got fucked off with it after the uh, the Carabao Cup final against City. You know, I'll, everyone was making excuses for Kane, but for me, Kane is supposed to be as much as Hugo's captain out in the outfield. Kane is has been considered and is looked upon as as the leader. You know, the the best of the best of Tottenham. You know, embodies the professionalism, the the desire, the passion, the one of our own, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And he ne- and he never, never, ever gets called out. And and the problem is, is I never, I would, I never see enough in those finals with Harry Kane, where I think he's pulling the guys along up by their bootstraps to 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 improve. Now, if he's, you know, still get a loss, but Harry Kane's having the shots. He's pulling, you know, he's trying to drag everybody along with him. I, I'd get. Him not getting, you know, him being kind of immune from a bit of of, um, of a slating, but he hasn't. He hasn't been that guy to be geeing up the team, to be pulling them up by the bootstraps and leading by example, you know. And it doesn't matter whether you say, oh, well, it, but he wasn't getting a service. He wasn't getting a service. Well, that's absolutely that ball. That's bullshit. That whole exactly. everything about him not getting service is bullshit. Exactly. All you got to do is look at the game against Brentford. There were full yeah. opportunities where Suns passed the ball into Harry Kane's feet, and Harry yeah. Kane just stood there and watched the ball go past him. Yeah, and, and well, you're supposed like to be a world class striker. You're supposed exactly. to finish there. And, and this is and, and this is what I'm saying. You look at the when it's really, really, really fucking mattered. He's gone missing, just like everybody else. But he's, he's Teflon. Nothing yeah, sticks. He's not alone in going missing you in know, those games. And, and and this is what annoys me. Oh, but he's upgraded his goals. You know, he's, he's he's done this. He scores these goals. He scores that. You know, look at that goal he scored against Arsenal, where he cut in from the from the left and you know put it across. Yeah, great. You know, brilliant. Look at the goal that David Bentley scored when he chested it and volleyed it past them. People still think they're shit. Didn't turn, but you don't turn up when it counts uh, when you're supposed to be the man 
then for me it counts for fuck all. You got to do it across the board, you know. And I appreciate what Harry Kane's done wearing a Spurs shirt. Right, Jens. But no, just you know, if you're going to criticise, criticise across the board. He never turned up. He was shockingly shit. So was Lucas. So was you know. So was Sanchez. Dyer. Whoever. Just just be fair across the board because when it comes to a final, you need your best players on point. Um, you know, he's never been on point. I think any game, you need any any game, you need your best players on point. Yeah, but you know, you know what? For, for us, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you think we've had two opportunities. Granted, we were unlucky in the final with with what happened with Suzuko, but for me, playing Kane from the start was a fucking joke. Lucas, so I think the biggest test, the biggest, so the biggest test, and brought no, Kane Lucas, yeah. an hour as an impact sub when it was the final against Man City. I, I don't get me wrong. I think the team were, were knocked by the fact that five days before, six days before, that Jose was given the boot. But you paid big money to do a fucking job. You you go out there, you got your head screwed on, and you look at your big players to to make the impact. And it was just like that. Nah. There was absolutely no way in hell that Jose Mourinho did not have a game plan set in place three or four weeks before yes. that final. If no, he was sacked, probably already training for it. Yeah, exactly. If he was sacked, you just turn around and say, well, what Jose was doing, we just keep doing that. Yeah. Ryan Mason was there. But Ryan Mason should just talk about what Jose's been doing, we keep on doing. Yeah. And, and, and you need to perform like Jose, he's still the manager. That's what, that, you can't, oh, because he was sacked six days before our final. No, there's absolutely no chance that that is a reasonable excuse. Yeah, like, you must have been paid him £10 million pound or something in compensation, wasn't it? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why he got rid of him when he did. But again, it's a it's a poor move by Levy as well. It's a poor move across. I think across the board, the club's just been an absolute shambles. And now that now that Conte's back in, I say back in charge. Now Conte's on the helm. Like we, we can start looking forward to things. The yeah. biggest test for Harry Kane is going to be against West Ham because games like that, we need him to turn up. Yeah, yeah. If he does, if he, if he does not turn up, I will be very very inclined to be like, off you go, see you later. I'm done yeah. with you. Yeah, a couple of comments uh, uh, to your point there uh, of Levy. Uh, uh, Kane has no backup. Dreadful mismanagement. I we can all Son can play. Son can play in that position. Can so can Mora. Lucas can play up top. Mm. I, I, granted, they're not as good, but this is the bit that quite. This is why I say you know, Cody. This is part of the the excuse crowd. Well, he's knackered. He's got no backup. What else are we supposed to do? We've got players who can do that. We've got players who are able to kind of. Even if you play Lucas slightly back with you know, your Bergvine slightly back with Sonny and Lucas, you know, ahead well, left and right. The, the thing, about, it's, it's, the thing it, about having having a backup for Kane, although it's a valid argument, we should be getting a, another striker in to make that move from being a decent club to a big club. Because this is the thing under Nuno. You're not going you know, under Nuno. You weren't going to attract that kind of player. You weren't going to attract yeah, that kind of player. Maybe that we, we will want. with Conte. Maybe we will Conte mm. with. Yeah, admittedly, seventy-five million for Vlaovic. I can't see us paying that. Plus adult. That's the sort. That's the sort of thing we should be doing. Inzaghi been um, offered to us. Inzaghi, someone from um, I wouldn't take him. I I wouldn't take him. Is that his signature? Yeah, I want want Vlaovic. I'm not going to settle for anything less than (laughs) Vlaovic. Levy, get your fucking hand out. You get get the checkbook out. (laughs) 
at the end of the day levy levy's a spurs fan or so he says yeah. if he yeah. really loves his club like he says he does he'll do what's right by the club and not right by and not what's right by his bank balance i, I think that's where conte comes in because you've had three managers there even jose was like yeah, yeah, yeah i'll do what levy says conte ain't gonna be like that but uh, a couple of comments from uh, craig um Back on the uh, COVID thing, a rumour that Mason, Hill and Royal had tested positive, which why, why they were missing for the Norwich game, which yeah, possibly, I, I didn't hear anything yeah, about COVID until we came off air today. It was Tony, wasn't it? Because Ivan Tony was missing because of COVID. Oh, um, yeah, and we only yeah, played him on yeah. Thursday night. Yeah, mm. yeah. And then, uh, yeah, and, and regarding Kane, Craig says, at the elite level, just losing that edge makes a massive difference. Confidence looks a bit shot. He got pocketed in the Euro final. City didn't follow through with their tapping up. Mm -hmm. uh, there's no doubt that the uh, lack of move to Man City affected him. I, I think he uh, got over the fact that he can't be bothered or he was sulking by that Arsenal game and now the confidence is shot to pieces. But again, when when <laughs> when you say enough's enough, um, he has to start scoring soon. Otherwise, there's going to be... Serious. And certainly if Conte goes and gets Vlahovic in January, if he's not scoring, then, he, well, then I mean, maybe that's what he needs. Like Max says, maybe that's what he needs, a top yeah, striker then in, and then you're fighting your, your, for your place as top striker. Yeah, then you, then you can you can drop him. You can bring in another striker. Yeah. At the moment, you know, who are you going to replace him with? Yeah, you can play more up top. Yes, you can play uh, Son up top. But, you know, we haven't got any sort of proper, you know, big number nine, as Jimmy Hill used to say. You know, that can play there. You know, Dane Scarlett's too young. You know, yeah. he'll, he'll maybe he might fill the fill the spot in a few years' time, like Cade himself did as he was coming through. But at the moment, there's no one there. So you need you need you, one. You need, as I said before, you need that backup. But you also need to say show what we want to do as a club. Have these decent mm -hmm. players on 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 the, on the bench. You know, and then you, as I said before, you've got to have the owners. They've got to put some of their own money in. Mm -hmm. Even clubs like Leicester, their owners have put money in. But you know, there's a Thing that came out and our owners have put none of their own money in. It's all no. it'll be very interesting in January, certainly in the summer. Both, you know, being that we've got Conte now, who must have had some kind of reassurances, and if he doesn't get those reassurances, we'll not think twice about just going. Okay, bye. Yeah, um, exactly. but yeah. It, it, in terms of uh, positivity. <laughs> Are we back in the top four race? Uh, for me, I think we definitely are. I've got a little graphic as well to show for this. Uh, I'll probably get a little bit panned for this. Uh, but this is the table as it stands. We're fifth, two points off and fourth with a game in hand. And, you know, if we win that game in hand, tongue in cheek here, seven points off the lead. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> you think that off? You think that off the BBC website? You're just taking the red and green arrows off it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I work in the day. I have time to like do my own table. I have to nick it from someone else. Um, but yeah, I mean, Josh, Josh, are we are we in the top four race now? Do you want me to be realistic? Yeah. No, we're not. Really, we're not. We, we are not. We are not in the top four race until we make signings in January. We need to make signings in January. It's all it's all well and good us being you know two points off West Ham and stuff. Fantastic, like that's great. We we, we qualify for Europa League the way that it stands. But there are other teams in that league. But this this year the league is very booky in the sense of teams are nicking points off of each other. There is no dead set winner. But the the league's going to be tuffled between Chelsea, City, and Liverpool. Like, that, oh, yeah. that, that's a guarantee. We we've not seen that. We've not seen that for ages. 
Mm. We've not seen it where three teams are going at it. It's always been two. And maybe and sometimes there's always been like a, a jet setter that's always been miles and miles ahead. This league is so weird this year. But we need to start nicking points off the top teams. We need to go. We need to. We need to. When Arsenal comes to the, come to the lane, we need to. We need to do them over. We need to smash them three points. We need to get those three points. You know, yeah. Even if even if we can get even if we can get the point away from Liverpool, like I'd, I'd be happy with the draw. I got offered mm. a ticket for it and I turned it down because I thought, no, we're going to fucking lose that. What's the point? <laughs> and well, it's on telly, so you can just uh, you watch it. Do you know the funny thing? The funny thing. The ticket was free and I still turned it down. <laughs> it's because you're not a scouser, mate. You would have yeah, done it around the ones. I have three tickets I think that game will show us where we are, but Brad, a top four race for you? Or, uh, or are you agree with Justin? We're definitely in it. I'm not saying that we're going to do it because, yeah, it will depend on on what we do get in January to strengthen because Man United under Ragnit will get better and they've got some decent players in their team. Uh, I think that we. It also depends on what we do in our next matches before January, uh, because we Brighton away, Leicester away. Although difficult, they're games that we we can do well in. Liverpool at home. I mean, you, yeah, say, I you, say that, you say that, you say that. And I would also say anyone that has seen me on these shows before, I'm very much one for the law of averages, and I think we probably have lost our last eight or nine games against Liverpool home and away. Mm. So we're we're due to get some form of result. And a point, I think, would will, will be a good result at this stage. Mm, yeah. you, say, would... you say Brighton's going to be tough, though. Mate. If you look at their record, they've lost three games this season and only yeah. one of them have been at home. But well, every we... other game they've played at home, is all be... they've all been draws. Yeah. They've I, only I won say, a couple. Yeah, I'd say out of those three games, Brighton, Leicester and Liverpool, I'd expect us to beat Brighton. They've also got players out as well. Uh, yeah. And we might have. Uh, Leicester... They're on a decline, mate. Yeah. We're gonna we'll do them as well. I reckon realistically, we should be aiming for seven points out the out of the mm. uh, out of the night. I'd be delighted. Yeah, hand off. I think yeah. it's more likely to be five. I was gonna say, yeah, yeah. Sod's law. We'll draw to Leicester, and and we'll and nick a point out of Liverpool and, and do Brighton. That's really re, that's that's kind of where my head's at. But at the same time, I'm sat there going seven points. Do Leicester, do Brighton, nick a draw with Liverpool. I'll be happy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the other thing about these games that we've got before the January transfer window, because we've got, I think, we've got Palace at home, Southampton away, I think, uh, is that if we're in some sort of position got where we are, where we are going well. for that top four, then that's more ammunition for Conte to say, look, we've got this if you if you only back us and get us these extra players. Because we do, we do need players. There's no doubt about it. We do need players. We do need a, a stronger squad. We've seen what our second string players are like at, at Moura. So, you know, we definitely do need to make some players put in there. Yeah, a few more comments from Craig here on the forward situation. Forwards are all interchangeable when we play in a narrow front three. Heat map shows Sun is playing more forward than Kane and Moura drops deeper than him. Uh, and then in terms of the next three games, we've had an easy run. Let's see where we are after Brighton, Leicester and Liverpool run. We have coming up and apparently Brighton have uh, nine players out at this moment in time. But Mac, um, if, if we, in terms of the top four race, if we can keep within distance of that, I'm convinced in January there'll be some signings coming in, probably some coming out. And well, if, if we can keep, if, if, if we can keep in touch, if we can keep in touch in distance, then, then totally for me, we are in a top four race. I'm entirely agreeing with them. <clears throat> we could... We could lose to Liverpool, draw with draw with um with South, let's say draw with Southampton, draw with Leicester, and win the rest. Right, take away the cup game with um, with Rendon West Ham, just the league stuff. 
we could we could be four points, four four to six points off top four. But if we make the right signings in January, as Josh said, this this league this year so far, people are nicking unexpected points. You know, Brentford's nicked a couple of unexpected points that you wouldn't have expected them to have got. Um, so there's there's every possibility. The the problem the problem we've got here, or the problem I've got now is is you know you remember when me and you were doing this, me, you, and Mark. I I, I was the forever hopeful, but you know sort of since over the Jose time, over the um, sort of with Nuno and everything else, I I kind of I, my hope's taken a bit of a kick, and I'm, I'm probably coming a little bit more realistic um, <laughs> as regards how I'm looking at things. Um, but I, even if we're six points within touching distance of top four. Like, you know, like Brad and Josh have said, yeah, the January signings for us are going to be massive. Um, and that could be the difference. Um, you know, to be fair, if we finish in the Europa, Europa League place, I'll still be happy. Um, and then it's just hoping for a good January. And Conte's then got a full pre-season. You know, he's got a full, um, you know, a full transfer window to, to really make his mark. I think it was, um, I can't remember who it was, Brad, who said the other day when we were on the show, um, that they're seeing today as a as just one big pre-season yep. and yep. a prelude up to yep. up to next year, up to mm. next season, um, as regards Conte. Um, yeah, but it'll be don't get me wrong, I'm I'm going to be jumping for joy for you if we get a top four place because Conte's are going to be a pull on his own. But if we've also got Champions League football next season, we we're going to be an even bigger pull. And if we can if we can nick a cup, you know, where we get a favourable. FA Cup draw, you know, round in, round out, or we we do we're West so Ham. Good. We, we, we were home to West Ham, so he, he'll be playing the top team in that. I think he'll, he'll maybe he'll maybe forsake the, the league game before or after to try and beat West Ham and get into the semi final. That I think because he'll yeah, be looking at, that, boys. I think, at winning that. I think you know even a Carabao Cup win it'll it'll prove. It'll prove Conte's credentials in my opinion. Don't get me wrong, even if we just miss out on a trophy this season and Champions League, I don't think it's um, a smudge on Conte's career at all, on, on his managerial career. Um, but I've just, I've got, there's just a little something inside me that says Carabao Cup might be might be something that's, that's there for the taking for us. Um, you know, the FA Cup, obviously, people take a bit more seriously. Um, I'm not sure what's going to happen as regards the the conference. Um, you know, we we if they put a half ass team out for the conference game because I want to see us still look like we're going for it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just I don't know. I've just got this little niggle in me in, me, in the back of my head saying the Carabao Cup could be that that trophy because it's the one we've won most recent as well. I think there could be that uh, that little that little bit that says, yeah, Conte, that could be his first trophy to to get things kickstarted. Anyone, uh, are there semi-finals over two legs this this season? No, they're over one. Is it still one? Is it? Yeah. Because we, I mean, West Ham at home, although difficult, is winnable. That's a game we mm. can win. Then who do you get in the semi-final? I mean, you, I mean, Arsenal will probably be in the semi-finals because they they got Sunderland. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, think, uh, I think Chelsea is still with it. He wouldn't really want to draw Chelsea. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's... they showed the other day that they're beatable. You know, yeah, I was exactly. say, yeah, they 2-1-0, two, two, one 2-1 one up, and then just yeah. to, be, to, be, to be fair though, that goal by Arthur Mazawaki was a bit of a bit of a fluky <laughs> one still. Like, yeah, but 
But they, but a, a top team like Chelsea would never have expected to be pegged back to two all when you've uh, lost mm. the lead once, taken the lead again, never be expected to get pegged back. And, and... I think that's the first time they they'd lost after being up at half time for about forty mm. odd games or something. I'll tell, like, tell you. I'll tell you what we need to do against these teams. And I think we did it extremely well against Brentford, right? And that's expose a weakness. Now, mm. if you look at the way we played against uh, we, we played against Brentford, we played for set pieces. And the way that we got that the way that we got our win there was crowding the keeper because we knew that their their, their first team keeper was out. If you crowd the keeper, you get goals. That's yeah. how that's how we played against Brentford, and we exposed that weakness extremely well. And it's the same, it's the same against Norwich. We exposed the fact that we could play a narrow style of attacking and we could score goals. And it's exactly what we did. The, what we have to do is we have to expose a weakness. Yeah. And that, that's how we get the points. And I mean, that, that's where Conte comes in because tactically, it, like, he's so meticulous. Whereas Nuno had plan A, and when that didn't work, then his arms got crossed, and then that was it. Whereas Conte will go into a game with a plan A, B, C, and D. Start with A. If that doesn't work, okay, B. And then he's got two more up his sleeve. So he, he'll be working meticulously, I think. And this, is, and this goes back to what, for me, what I was saying earlier, and, and what Josh was saying about Jose had a plan. But because we've now got a prime manager, because he is, you know, no ifs, buts or maybes. I still can't believe he's actually our manager. He's that prime, in my opinion. Um, you, you know that we've got a realistic chance. And this is probably where I get my little bit of a, a twig about possibly the Carabao Cup being something that that is something. And it's Sod's Law. I can see it. We're going we're gonna to make it to the final. We'll beat West Ham. We'll do Arsenal in the semi. We'll get Chelsea. <laughs> And then we'll end up beating Chelsea 2-1, right? Just because it's, it's written in the stars for Conte to get one over Chelsea. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, and, and, you know, watch this space. You heard it here first, just in case that does happen. Mystic Mac. I've just got this feeling. I think the Carabao Cup is probably our best, our, our mm. best avenue at the moment. You know, unless we get like a super favourable draw with, um, with the FA Cup. And, I can just see it. Sod's law is going to be, you know, Tottenham, Chelsea. We've we've got a good, and okay, you know, we we played them a couple of times in the final. We've lost to them and we beat them, you know, as as well. So I think, yeah, Sod's law. We get Chelsea in the final and we end up doing them. Do you know um, what? I'd, I'd yeah. love, I'd love us, I'd love Sunderland to do Arsenal over, and then we get Sunderland. <laughs> I'd love to do that. Away days in Sunderland, mate. Oof. The stadium I like when that goes off is brilliant. <laughs> this yeah. time, I, yeah, I, did, yeah. I, I think Conte will be playing for the uh, uh, Carabao Cup because it's the quarterfinal at home. He'll see yeah, that yeah. as a realistic way to get into the semi, and then you never know semi and then a final. And, and, Whereas, and so I think he'll be playing a stronger team as he can in that. And then if that means he has to drop a couple of players or rest a couple of players for the league game before or after, then so be it. Um, but if if we can stay in that top four hunt before and then and, and then come January, sign a few players in quality players in that Conte wants. I, I'm optimistic about getting that top four. But obviously we need to keep, if come January, you know, we're seven points adrift, then it's probably a no-go. But if we're where we are now or a couple of points behind, I don't see any reason why we can't get top four if we get a few well, signings te 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 Technically speaking, we're in the title race. I'm going <laughs> to make no, a bold in. I'm going to make yeah, a bold prediction yeah, as well. Yeah. Let, let's be technical, not realistic. <laughs> I, I like your optimism, Brad. I like it. I'm, I'm going to make a, I'm going to make a bold prediction there as well. Right, our January window is going to be busier than our summer window. 
I can just see it now. There is going to be a massive turnaround in January. And a lot of people, I know, I know Cody Mack doesn't agree with it because I think he's, he's made a comment before that we're not going to sign anyone in January. Same with Detrix as well. If Detrix is watching about, like, we're not going to get anyone in January. I guarantee we make at least two or three big signings and we and we offset and we, and we offload the dead weight. Deli Alley's going to be gone. Harry Winks is going to be gone. They're, they're the two biggest dead weight we've got there. So, what is, I, tell you, I agree with one of those. I don't, I think Harry Winks will stay. Yeah. I, I, I think he, I think Conte will like him. Yeah, De- Delhi, I agree, he's got to go. But who, whoever pays any money for Delhi, Ali, and Dombele goes as well. Better going forward, and Dombele, Ali, I think are the two. I think even the Celso, I don't even think the Celso is safe. But I think for some reason, I just think Winks. Ah, Giovanni the shit show. Yeah. Huh? What? Giovanni, the shit show, as I like to call it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, th- I think Winks is going to stay, mate. I, I genuinely do. I think he start. And for me, when I when I've seen him play under Conte since he's come on on a couple of subs appearances, he I don't think he's done. I don't think he's done himself um, done himself bad at all. He, he he's better at going forward with the ball than Skip. But there's a lot of similarities between him and Skip um, in the way that they 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 hold up. They they play the safe ball um, and and they can help sort of get it out. Um, for me, but so I think yeah. For me, Winks is is probably going to stay. It's definitely Delhi. Delhi's got to fucking go. He's 100%. yeah. Uh, who's going to pay for him though? This is a guy who just looks like he doesn't I'd care anymore. Take Don's for free. I, I, I'm, yeah, I'd, I'd be quite happy. You know, get get him a place up Fisher Meat. You know, not a little place where he can sit and you know do his TikToks and and stuff. And then happy days. You know, just give a fuck. He's out the way then. I'd even, I'd, even, I'd just terminate his contract. He's taken up a massive, he's, he's taken up a massive wage bill, massive wage bill. He's the fifth highest paid player in the club, mm. and he never gets played because his attitude is fucking piss poor. Yeah, mm. and if you got rid of him, you've opened up more money to be able to offer. Um, but there were the Fiorentina fella. I can't pronounce it. Vlahovic. Who? Vlahovic. Vlahovic. That's Vlahovic. Vlahovic. I need phlegm for that, do I? It's basically, no, it's, basically, it's, basically, it's basically Vladovich without the D. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, boys. I'll see you later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in, in, terms, in terms of the game that we've just played, Josh, my, my worry for Brighton is, uh, you mentioned it here, the bad draws. So the issue again, putting the ball in the back of the net. Norwich, it would have been a different result if they'd have had a, a, a good striker. They had three real, real, real clear chances there. They haven't put it in. Three real e- good chances. That's my worry with Liverpool. We, we, yeah, we, we give those chances to Mo Salah. He's got a hat trick. Um, but yeah, Brighton will be the same. It's about putting the ball in the net. So we're going to give the chances away. But I mean, yeah, I mean, how, how did you see that? Uh, Brad, you were at the game. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, the first one after two minutes or whatever it was that he's gone straight at um, Loris's um legs, but yeah, I, I they yeah, they did have a chance. I mean, for me, they had more possession than I would have liked the opposition to have. Mm. Uh, I mean, my theory at the time was that we're not we're not fit enough at the moment, so we can't press like we do for 90 minutes. Uh, so I thought the second half we'd, we'd press a lot more, and we probably did from about 60 minutes onwards. But yeah, they did have chances, but they didn't score them. You know, it's mm. you know, uh, 
he can't, you know, no one's going to, when you look at the statistics, no one's going to sort of think, oh, they had chances. You're just going to see one goal in four games we've conceded. So, mm. and we've looked reasonably comfortable defensively in the other games. So, you mm. know, it was just one of those games. Mm. I think we still have a problem between our midfield or defensive midfield and our attack. It's still what mm. I call a bit of a polo and it's hole in the middle. Mm. And, so you need that creative midfielder, uh, Alar Eriksson. But then if you bring an Eriksson in, then where does that place Mora? Because he's obviously the one that's going to miss out if you're playing a three-five-two formation, whereas at the moment we're playing a three-four-three formation. So I don't know. I, I love what Skip does. I love what Heiberg does. But they're still reasonably defensive. I mean, Skip showed to me yesterday that he can actually be that ball carrying midfielder. He actually took the ball out on a few times. Mm. Uh, at pace. I, thought, I, 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 I thought Skip was superb. But, uh, oh, he, amazing. This guy is. He, he, he's the epitome of uh, what you imagine now the uh, fitness regime is with the three fitness mm. trainers because everyone looks fitter and he's sprinting and closing down right to the end. But it's obviously a work in progress. Uh, Craig here has said, uh, it's going to be so hard to bring in top players in January. They're all fighting for trophies with the current clubs. We can get rid of players to, on loan to make room for the summer. I think, I think Craig, you're underestimating the Conte effect there. I think Conte wants you. you, you I'll, I'll, I'll be honest, Chris, I, 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 agree with, I agree with Craig. I think we're going to see more going out than we are coming in, ready for, ready for the summer. Because there are these players that you want to have, who Conte is probably looking at, are going to be looking at, at winning things with their retrospective clubs. So why, you know, you mm. look at like the um, uh, Moussa Dembele, you know, Barcelona, you know, it's been rumoured that we're going to go for him in January, but we're not going to get him until the end of the season. So we get him on a free, you know. Mm. So I, part of me agrees with Craig on that one, that you're probably going to see more outgoings, a couple of incomings, and then January, uh, sorry, then, then, yeah, the... The end of the season where we're going to go balls out to try and really pack out what we need to do. But this, yeah, this is he where goes on to say Kessie won't come in January when AC uh, Milan are top of the league, but uh, he's free in the summer, I think. But this is where the money situation comes into it because if you if you put, you know if you if you wait until August when they're they're cheaper, then you might not get them. So you might as well get them now, pay the extra bit of money because then if you have a run for the Champions League, you get in the Champions League. You get money for being in the Champions League. So that extra 10 million you might spend on a player, you're getting back through being in the Champions League. And it's you're, not gonna... what, you're not wrong with that, Brad. With Kessie as well, if he's got six months left on his contract come January, we offer, I don't know how many million. Basically, I may just say go because we need the money because we, we, I don't know what their financial situation is, but if they're in a financial difficulty, say, for example, they may need that 15, 20 million or whatever the, the bid comes in rather than wait till the end of the season and risk going on a free. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, we need to make a bit of money on him, mate. People are talking about people, yeah, people are saying that. Like, like my quote said, the people of uh, players are too busy. We're trying to win trophies. I don't see Fiorentina trying to win trophies. Not in not in Serie A when you've got teams like Napoli, in mm. uh, AC, Juventus. But Vahovic needs to look at what's what's the best option for him. City, yeah, if City are going for him, that that's a good option for him. Tottenham, Carabao Cup, you know, possible European football next season. Yeah, a hundred percent, go for it. Like players are going to weigh up their options as as to what the future holds. And under Conte, the future looks bright. 
The future mm. is bright for us, providing that we back him and he stays. But he, he's a pull as well, isn't he? We're, we're, if Nuno wants you, it's like, well, that's nice. But if Conte wants you, 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 you at least sit up and pay a little bit of attention. If Nuno that's wants you, they go who? Yeah, Nuno <laughs> And just, well, just, you know? just, 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 uh, just to put this out there as well. As it stands currently, we are currently sick because <laughs> Arsenal were one nil up against Everton at half. Yeah, time. I just saw that, and uh, Richarlison oh. had a goal ruled out by VAR. Martin Odegaard of all players. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in terms of yesterday, um, Matt uh, Norwich outplayed us. Uh, Craig says in the first half had three clear cut chances. I think a couple of those were in the second half. Against anyone else, it's a different result. So, do you agree with that, or do you agree with uh, Brad that you know t- teams get chances and it's all about putting it in the back of the net and you ride your luck sometimes? Oh, oh, obviously, yeah, you've got to sharpen up when it comes to like Liverpool, it, it and, does, uh, but this, Bardi this and stuff. But it's the old saying: "Sun shines on dogs' are some days, and some days it doesn't." And it didn't. It didn't for Norwich that day, you know. Yeah, the, that one. You know, it's <laughs> it, 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 it didn't for Norwich. They didn't. They weren't able to put. To put it away, you know, and I don't think Pookie's a bad striker. You know, he's not, you know, top six striker, but he's not bad. But he's um, also got more goals than Harry Kane. Well, this is very true, uh, but at the moment that's not hard. So's Fred. So it's. Uh, <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Even if you said there, you know, Mo Salah, Mo Salah, it would have been a hat trick, but Lloris might have kept them out. Might. This is what I say. It depends who's kind of got the, that bit of luck. The tactical the approach, what do you, mean? you don't know, the tactical approach might have been completely different. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. Against a team like Chelsea, you're going you're gonna to order your team to be a bit more defensive. Against Norwich, they haven't really got a good goal-scoring record. So, yeah. you know, the, the tactic could have been focused less on defending and more on attacking and get the game closed early. Mm. And that, that was, and that was, that was, that's kind of what I looked at. But when, you know, more, more scored that goal and I was, I was sat in the south stand and I was sort of sat in the opposite corner oh, that, that was a goal as soon as it left his foot. I was oh, yeah. almost oh, directly yeah. behind it. But, um, I, I, I yeah. cheered and jumped up and down like, like it was a cup final goal. Really, I, I loved it. It was, it was amazing. <laughs> um, it was superb. Um, but that's just my, my passion when, when, when we score. Um, you know, but the problem for me was, yes, Norwich had chances. But so against a team like Norwich, we scored after 10 minutes. I'm sat there thinking... Two, three nil by half time. Yeah. Get the game closed out early, you know. Uh, and we didn't. Don't get me wrong. Second half, we were we were much improved. And as much as it, it pains me to say it. When Doherty came on, we looked a lot better. Don't we, say that. Don't say that because <laughs> Doherty hasn't been given a chance. Uh, the guy pocketed Ronaldo when he played Josh, against him for Ireland. Josh, Josh, <laughs> I'm for saying it, but uh, but facts are facts. We looked better. Tandanga is a centre-back. He's not a yeah, right-back. Right he's, he's not a, a wing-back. He, he needed and to come off, didn't he? He got done a couple of times with the uh, ball over yeah, the top. Let's turn this argument around. Let's turn the argument around. Now, I, I, you know, as I said earlier, I, I thought that we gave Norwich too much possession for a team that are at the bottom of the league. But that said, if we'd have played Liverpool... And we'd had all these chances to win the game, but Liverpool beat us three 0 And we went to, and I went to my Liverpool mate and said, "Oh, we we should have scored those goals." And we, you know, he'd laugh at me because <laughs> he yeah. didn't say what he did, did you? You know, and that's, <laughs> that's the fact of the matter. The fact, of the as, matter, the, as the saying goes, and if my grandmother had wheels, she'd be a bike. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm going to say that. <laughs> 
<laughs> and this is what I'm saying. You, you some days you get the rubber to green, some days yeah. you don't, and it's just the way it goes. You ain't, you know. Pukid scored that one after a couple of minutes because I said, Brad, you know, I predicted three one because at the my prediction as well. Like, <laughs> yeah, I still feel well. that Spurs have a mistake in them. You know, yeah. and yeah. it's sod's law against a team like Norwich. That's where the mistake goes. You know, we'd we have that mistake because uh, someone against Liverpool, you expect to be outclassed a little bit. You know, yeah. about how good they are. You know, I said 3-1, you know, ended up being 3-0. It was a good result at the end of it. You know, second half was a lot better. But do you know what? It doesn't matter how much you dissect it. You could sit here until the cows come home about every single bloody game that Tottenham play. And I think what we need to be looking at as, uh, at the moment is we are, we are seeing signs of improvement. You know, again, I'm going to repeat myself from the show we were on before, Brad, which is Reggie's much improved. Skip is coming on leaps and bounds. Davies is improved. Ooh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Where do you where do you shut up, Josh? No, shut no, no. I, I'm gonna agree with you. <laughs> he was he he for me was my man of the match. He was man of the match for me against Norwich. Right. But you look at the improvements. Sorry, I'm I'm just giving me a look moment. Third goal, me. Third goal. Checks in the post, Josh. Anyway, it's um when you look at you look at the improvements on some of these players. Yes, there are still things that need improving. Yes, there are still players that aren't going to cut the mustard that we need to bring in. But we're seeing a positive trend. And as long as we keep seeing that positive trend, as long as we're showing the effort, as long as, you know, scoring scoring one, two, three goals is, is great. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, you take your chances, great, you get the result. You don't take your chances, you don't get the result. We we, we just need to stop over overanalyzing. I think this is half the problem of being Tottenham fans as well. We overanalyze everything far too much. We think we should be up here. We think we should do this. We think we should do that. When realistically, under Poch, we were punching well above our weight. But you know what? We had an opportunity to do something special and we fucked it. Um, We had Jose Mourinho, dinosaur manager. Yes, he had a great CV. Yes, I was hopeful. But we, you know, and what he did with Son and Kane was fantastic. But bottom line is, for whatever reason, we fucked it. Whether that be a board level, pitch level, doesn't matter. Nuno came in, the board fucked it, all right? Didn't have the backing. And we're now in a position where, you know, we, we've got a decent manager, but I think we just need to kind of take that step back and take that stress off our heads and just be like, right, let, let's just enjoy the ride, see what happens this season and, and focus for next year. Um, you know, anything we do this season, if we win something, do you know what? Fucking brilliant. I'll, I'll be one of the first to get the drinks in. But... You know, we, we've had too much time stressing our head as fans. I think we need to just give ourselves a break. Give Conte the, the rest of this season to do what he needs to do. And then next season, yeah, let's start nipping heads again. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that, we, that's what I feel like. We've got this one great. Back for Davies, Dyer, Sanchez, Doherty, coming on and doing well. What parallel universe are we living in? <laughs> Hashtag Contiverse. Contiverse. Um, I like that. Contiverse. <laughs> how, long, how long have you been thinking about uh, the uh, hashtag there, Craig? But yeah, in terms of uh, what Max said there, uh, Josh, about uh, looking forward and enjoying it. Uh, Sun scoring isn't a surprise, but uh, Mora hasn't scored for a little while. Sanchez is only second goal and and uh, in the Premier League for Spurs. Sanchez's uh, celebration was brilliant, though. Yeah, it was. Celebration. Those first two get a lot of flack. Get a lot of flack. Mora will always uh, 
I'll always love more for what he did in Amsterdam. And I think he's the one person in the Mate, there's, mm-hmm. I, there's a lot of things that I'll always love Julie for, for what she did in Amsterdam. But sometimes <laughs> you just got to let it go. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> more, more, <laughs> more, 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 more under Nuno and Jose was the only one for me who looked like he was trying to do something positive. Uh, so I'm really pleased for him. Sanchez has got a lot of flack. I, I still think there's a player in there. Hopefully Conte can be the one to get it. And his celebration looked quite angry. I quite like that. But um, yeah, Josh, uh, Mora Sanchez. Uh, Mora's goal, we've already mentioned, was a goal as soon as he hit it. The, thing I, don't like, the thing I don't like about Mora, and I'll say this now, is I think he, I personally feel as if he thinks he's too good to play for us. Um, in, in a sense, of I don't really think, I don't really think he puts his effort in. Um and another thing that really winds me up, if you look at him, the way that he plays, he, do, he always looks at his feet. He doesn't look up, always looks at his feet. And when he is playing that winger's position, when he is trying to deliver to Kane, his end product isn't very good. Now, play him as an attacker, play him as a striker, different story altogether. The guy can pick a goal. And we, 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 you see that ability against Norwich. The guy <coughs> can hold a ball. And he, he, he shot. You know what, what, what Harry Kane used to do, where he used to be able to weave in and out of players with, with, with very little movement? It's been um, that long now, I can't remember. Yeah, but Harry Kane <laughs> Harry Kane used to be able to move move around players with very little movement. He used to be always be able to jockey players. Mora did that against Norwich and it paid off. And I, I love it. I absolutely love it. And I'm just I hoping think he's been doing it a while though, I think. And then in terms of his final ball, I think that's getting better. There were times where he was almost like the number ten in, in Jose's team. And the, the, the chance that Kane had had where Cool was off his line, that was Mora who uh Play that through to him, so I think he is getting better. But he, for me, was the the only one in, in a lot of games last season and the early part of this season who was looking forward and trying to make something happen. So I, I, don't, I, like Josh, I don't agree with Josh's regards. I think that, that he, I think that Josh thinks he's he's too good for Spurs. I think he's too nice. <laughs> Mora is too nice on the pitch, in my opinion. You know, he, he gets all up at bit when he gets, you know, he, and 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 you know, sort of has a little when he when he gets tackled. But he's too nice for me. He's too nice. He needs to have a little bit of a being a streak in him. Um, you know, um, I don't. I don't think I'd say I don't. I don't agree with Josh sadly on on like that. Side. That's all right. That's all right. It's, it, yeah, well, it wouldn't make these shows interesting right, if we all agreed. Here's something I think you know. to <laughs> In the summer... Well, I, I, uh, I, I, yeah, I tend to agree with, with, with Gareth uh, more than Josh. I, I think he's actually quite a humble person from, yeah. from what I've seen in interviews. He, or you know what? He's such a family man as well. And I think well, he's, yeah, just, he's just yeah. such a lovely fella. You know, a lot, yeah. The reason why I say he's such a family man is... You always see, you know, the kids with the families. They're the ones he'll give his shirt to. He sent my daughter a shirt, right? Actually sent it to my house for her fourth birthday and it arrived on her actual birthday. Really? Wow. Right? Signed to, to Lily Rose for surname. Yeah. Happy birthday. God bless you, Lucas Mora. Yeah. No, right? he's, a de- he's a decent one guy. One of his Matt Ward shirts. He's, he's a family man. He's a nice bloke. Oh, and what about... What about and this, if he had just a bit more grit about him... Like Lamella, you, know, like you mean? But yeah, yeah, maybe not quite yeah. as much as if Lamella. Yeah, Lamella <laughs> saw, yeah. saw, saw too many cards and too many injuries. But um, you know, yeah, but he just had a bit more grit. I think. Well, you could. I think if that added to his game would would change. Do you reckon Conte will be able to bring that into his game? Well, he said he wants to score more, doesn't he? He said he said he should score more. 
Mm. I, think well, uh, I mean, in terms of what Mac was saying there, the, the fire and the kind of not nastiness, but the the, the kind of. Uh, so. I mean, even even Mora in his interview said, "I'm not a killer." You know, it's like yeah. yeah. girls, so I'm not a killer. So some I think players, you know, just I, I like to see the situation. Maybe you can have if you brought in a, a creative midfielder in January and you brought in a, a, another striker, whether it be Balovic or whoever, then you could have Balovic, Kane, Son, and Mora, and you could you could alternate those. That, Pick two of those out of Kane and Mora, or or Kane and and and, and Son, or have uh, Valovic and Son, or Valovic and yeah, just do it that way, and then you can have your your creative midfielder, and then you've got four decent players that you can rotate <coughs> into two. So I don't know whether that will work. What 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 I meant by I think Mora thinks he's too good. I think it's been okay, taken that, a little. That, that's kind of, that's no, it's, it's been it's been it's been taken. I think it's been taken a little bit the wrong way. What I'm saying, uh, it could be a nice person all he wants. That's fantastic. But on the pitch, I mean, when I'm at work, I'm a complete arsehole. But any other day, I'm all right. It doesn't matter how, how I am as a person. I'm charming. Doesn't matter how I am outside. More as a professional footballer, and there are times in, in, in games where he's been a bit too greedy with the ball. Like he's had the opportunity to play a ball when he hasn't. He's chosen not to. That attitude. That, that, that's. I think that's the one thing that really, really lets him down. His but final product period, is not there. But there was a period in my opinion where Sun was just like that. He he, like, he held on to it for a bit too uh, early. Sun. You know, so but you got and got Sun play, does play a hell of a lot more than Mora does. So maybe that's something like with Sun will come into his game because he's by the looks of it, he's going to be getting a lot more game time. And I hope he gets more game time because mm. I think he's, I think he's good for the team. I, I like I like mm. watching Mora with the ball. I like how he plays. So maybe that's just something he needs to develop, like some like early Sun did. Because you know, I I used to sit there in the stands and you know Sun would be running down the wing with the ball and. All of a sudden, he's been tackled. He's lost it. It's gone out for a throw-in, and it's like, half oh, for fuck's sake, just release it quicker. Lamella used to do it as well. Hold on for it for a bit too long, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, and and it's been proven that it can be it can be worked on and, and brought into the game. So and I think well, con- the way he's improving some players, I I, I think genuinely he's he's got every chance of, of bringing lots of different things into his game, not just the fact of of getting his head up and and letting it go earlier. This is yeah. what I'm saying. Uh, I mean, under Conte, under Conte. The whole dynamic changes. Mm. We every, everyone agreed when Conte come in, every player that's been playing badly has got a clean sheet, and yeah. it's 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 worked well for the likes of Davis because now Davis is, is highly regarded as one of our better defenders. Even yeah. Eric Dyer, Eric Dyer's been pretty good. Davis and Sanchez, mm. <laughs> but, you, know, you know, there are some players that have stood out like a sore thumb that definitely needed to fuck off, and one of them being Dele Alley. <laughs> but every. Don't have I mean, that. No, he's he's a dickhead. I don't yeah, like him. Say what you mean. Say what you mean. <laughs> I mean, he could he could stay. He could stay and bang hatchets every week. Just before we go on, Josh uh, Brad, I know you need to head off. Uh, thanks so much, guys, for coming on. Uh, no Brad, going on the uh, Irish Hotspur. Oh, yeah, yeah, Swapping yep. podcast streams at uh, half time. Uh, so I'll, I'll let you go first. Um, yeah, uh, for anyone who, who doesn't know where you are, uh, on yeah, Twitter, Brad, Brad uh, Hosper, uh, if you want to contact me for any any reason or, or or see the occasional tweet I put out there, but yeah, that, that's that's uh, that's where I am. And uh, as soon as the old music gets up, I will shortly let everyone know. But uh, Excellent. all right, yeah, and right, cheers, cheers as always for coming on. Welcome anytime. No problems. And, uh, Josh, I know you've got to head off as well. Uh, thanks so yep. much for coming on. No worries. Uh, yeah. Uh, your your uh, YouTube channel, Josh Tottenham Guy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I've, I've done your job for you. Telling where Pickford yeah. is, but uh, anything you want to add to that? <laughs> no, I mean you said it. Oh, you can find me. Contact we trust. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. See you later, Brad. Brad. Brad.
I mean, you can find me over at Twitter, JTTG1882. Um, Twitter name's just been changed. So if you've had me before, that's my new Twitter name. So you'll find me over there. Yeah, I'm sorry, I, but... I, uh, I did update that behind uh, behind the scenes here. So uh, right. on the description, it is Josh's Twitter handle. It's not his old one. Uh, so make sure you check that out. Make sure you check out his um, uh, YouTube channel. You've got a charity... Um, charity event uh, on 1st uh, January. Yeah, yeah, charity you got a charity event, twenty four hour stream in all aid of Cosmic. That's happening on January first, two thousand, well, in the new year. Um, Twelve pm start, going through for a full twenty four hours. Mixture of different things that are happening. There's gonna be conversations. I've got I've got football manager that I'm gonna be playing on stream as well. Um, trying to get a few ex Tottenham players to come on. I've spoken to Mac about this before. I'm trying to get a couple of ex uh, experts players to come on. Um, so, so, even if it's just for half hour, just have a little chat. Um, donations can be given. There is a just giving page over on my on my uh, on my Twitter and on all my recent YouTube videos. Every every penny goes to, to Cosmic. I do not see a penny of it, so do not fear. Um, there is uh, no, no, no. That's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I've donated to your, your charity thing. If you, you, if you, you were the first me, person. You were the first person. Uh, no way. Yeah. If if you ping me the link for that, then I'll um. Uh, uh, so you, you obviously tweet quite a lot, so I don't know where it is. But if you ping me the uh, link for that, I'll stick that on the description as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll put it in the private chat now, mate. Yeah. No worries. All right, well, thanks for having me on yeah. anyway, guys. Um, no problem. Welcome anytime. Uh, cheers no for worries. coming on. And no yeah, worries. make sure you hit uh, 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 Josh's YouTube channel and the charity stream. And yeah, make sure you donate as well. Nice one. Cheers, cheers, guys. Up the Spurs. Cheers. See you later. See you later, mate. See you later, mate. Just the two of us. And uh, then the there were two. <laughs> Back to the old days. Um, yeah, Sanchez. Uh, I'm delighted for Sanchez. Uh, I think he obviously has got a bad rap, uh, and quite rightly so, compared to for some of his um, shocking um, some of the mistakes he made last year. But I still think there's a player in there. He's got pace. He's got power. He just. Maybe Conte is the manager that can get the best out of him. And and I think against uh, Brentford in the first half, he was a central defender of the three. I think in that position, you're the kind of one who is in charge of that line. And there's a yeah. certain responsibility there. I'm not sure, certainly yet, that he has that. Second half, he moved him to the right. <laughs> and then it, uh, for the, the Norwich game, he played on the right. And I yeah, still there's no player there, and I'm delighted for him. And his celebration was superb. I love that. It was, uh, it was, yeah, like he does it all the time. But um, yeah, I'd, I'd agree. For me, he's, he's, it's his pace that I like. You know, I, I, as it stands at the moment, I like having Dyer sat in the middle. Um, I think he's better off as, as the right centre back. He's, he's he's got the pace to be able to get back. It's just whether he gets back and makes the right challenge. Um, I still fear it. He's he's become like my new Aurier at the moment. Um, you know, you just, <laughs> just because because I know he's but die has been a bit more assured. Yes, uh, Sanchez has been better, but because we know that they've got those mistakes, you do you do worry a little bit, and it's it's hard to be honest, mate. It, it, it it's hard to to sit there and. Um, blow too much sunshine up their asses. You know, yes, they've done better. Yes, they are doing better. They've they've shown improvement. But we we know what they've been like when they have been playing in, in recent seasons. Um so again it's me just remaining hopeful that yeah, under Conte and having the Conte effect is going to be, you know, really positive for for them both. You know, direct yeah. attention. 
Yeah, it'll be interesting when uh, Romero comes back because obviously he's going to be the central of the three. I'm not sure when he is back. But then uh, you, you'd think Sanchez would go out when you, because Davies seems to have a new lease of life. He's the only one of the three who isn't left footed. So he, he really has to play on the left side of that three. Um, well, for, for me, I think it's more a case of who comes in defensively in January or, or for, in the summer transfer window. I think in general, I, I do, I think there's going to be a central defensive addition. Um, but then it's who, who do you take out? Because mm-hmm. you, you keep Romero, you, you put in the new guy, and then who do you have then? You've got Davies, mm-hmm. who's been so much more improved in his attacking game as well as his defensive game. Or, or do you... You know, do you drop? Yeah, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. But it's yeah. a good problem for a manager to have, though, isn't it? Like all of oh, these players playing well, but you've got to drop someone rather than. I want to have. You know, <laughs> it, 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 I think they, I think Davies is, is definitely doing himself a hell of a lot of favours right now. Um, <clears throat> I think, I think, yeah, you're probably looking at who's going to cover the right centre back position. Um, it depends what what he sees for Davies long term as as being a really good cover for left centre back or he's going to be the main left centre back. Um, I, I don't know. It's safe, and I've said this a thousand times before. If we knew, we'd be football managers. We wouldn't be sat here talking about it in our in our living rooms with our cod headsets on or our memorabilia sat behind us. You know, it's it's yeah, it, it, it's a weird one, mate, because you you look at how they've been doing. And you just think to yourself, they, they, they're improved, but, but, and it's always that but, and, and that's kind of what I want to lose with our with our defensive lineup. I want to lose those, but there's a mistake in there. You know, Sanchez has got a mistake in him. Dyer's got a mistake in him. Davies, not as often, granted, but still has a mistake in him. Mm. Um, is, that, is, that, is that through having a mistake in us for so long that we're still in that mode where there's still a mistake? And, 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 and until we have a, 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 a quite obvious improvement in that defence, it's still going to be, but there's a mistake. And then when, when there'll be a turning point, I guess, if we do turn it around, where you think well, we actually look good defensively now, we look good. Solid. It's just basic, this is, you, look, you look at it, you know, you, you look at Dyer, you look at Sanchez, you look at, uh, at Davies, and then you look to Aurier. You know, they all had a mistake in them. They, you know, you would you would worry, you'd cover your eyes any time Aurier was tracking back and, and go anywhere near the box. You know, <laughs> they, you know, Sanchez, he's had the, the mistakes that he's made, and you know, some of them have been pretty, you know, pretty noticeable. Um, Dyer's had silly mistakes in him. Davies has had a couple of silly mistakes in him, and yeah, we don't, and, and we were spoiled when we had Jack Prime Toby and, and Prime Yan, Yan at the back. You know, and then we had Carl Walker and Danny Rose left and right. You know, mm. we had one of the best defences in the league at one stage mm. because that we had, team had such a great balance with the two centres. It, it was, but we had. Forward. I, I, I don't know whether it's they were more they're more focused. You know, they were more used to playing with each other from previous you know time at Ajax. I, I I don't know, but. Like I say, but when when you look at, at who's our centre backs now and, and who we've had sort of last year, and the mistakes that had been made and have been made, you can't help but sit there. For me, or I can't and go, oh, but oh, is this, is is this the game where mm. you know we're doing all right? But shit, Sanchez has lunged in. Shit, Dyer's fucking whatever. It's it's yeah, it, it's weird, mate. Like, and I can't. 
it's, it's kind of hard to explain, but for, for those who, who watch and, and and listen, they'll they'll understand what I mean. You know, it is that always, but there is that mistake there. There is that possibility, and that's what I need. That's what I want to to eradicate moving forward, especially under Conte. You know, if we if we had Prime Yan and Prime Toby under Conte, I probably I wouldn't, I wouldn't be saying he's saying this. No, yeah. I mean, it's interesting. Craig said this. Uh, our first team is a good second string team that's challenging for the title. What he means by that, he's said on to say, a good second string for a club challenging for the title. Uh, I'd bring in two centre backs to play with Romero, like, like you said, who Spiniar's the obvious one that's going to be mentioned because of uh, Conte's relationship with him at Inter. Yeah. Uh, but what, what would you be? Your priorities in the transfer window in January, I think, for me, a, 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 a creative midfielder is is an absolute must. And for me, as much as I want to back up for Kane, but like we've already said, you've got players who can play up top and you can play in the system without a Kane. But a creative midfielder is essential for me. That That's the... If someone said to I me want, you could make three positional signings, don't ask me who, but if you could make three positional signings in January, one would be a centre-back, one would be a creative midfielder and one would be a striker. Hmm. For me, they're they're the three most important places that we need to. Or equally right important, now. or one more, one or two more than the others. No, no, I think I think we need that creativity. We we've said it, you know. Brad said it. It's a polo. There's there's that hole in the middle. We need, we miss that creativity, and it and it's it's abundant. You know, blatantly blatant to see. Um, the centre back, I think we do. We need we need that that additional solid centre back. To, to come in and just shore things up just a little bit more. For me, I'd, I'd bring in this, yes, you know, Skriniar as well and, and keep Davies as it stands at the moment. Um, and then, yeah, just that, that other striker because we, we need a striker who's scoring. And, you know, don't get me wrong, Kane will score and he might go on a great run. But we still need somebody there to say, well, your place is under threat, mate. Pull your finger out, score some goals. Otherwise, uh, you're going to be sitting your ass on the bench. Yeah. So, I, I, th- yeah, I think yeah, you're yeah. right as well with the uh, Deadwood going out. And that, that says as well, I think if, if people like Delhi, maybe not Winks, which I, I agree with you, I don't think he'll go. I think Conte will like him. But certainly yeah, Endon Bele, yeah. Lascelles. So I think that says where if you're not up, pulling your weight, I've got no place for you. And I don't you've, want you've you had, you, you look at Endon Bele, you know, you've had three. He hasn't played know, a minute, has he, since three. Conte's come in in the league in the last four? I, he came he in might, under Poch. He, he did fuck all under Jose. Nuno couldn't get anything out of him either, and Conte just doesn't seem to to like the lazy bastard. Yeah. So, I, I, yeah. I thought he'd turn the corner with Mourinho because Mourinho calls him out publicly on television. He then finds a way to battle himself back into uh, Mourinho's plan, and then yeah, nothing. I thought he'd turn the corner there, and I mean that said to me that he's not weak mentality in the sense that you know. Where's Delhi now? You tell Delhi he's our crap. So well, I'll just go play Fortnite. Then I'll go out of Pep's door. I'll go and colour me air something different. He just doesn't care, and he's not that bothered. And you saw the thing in the documentary. It could have been edited. He could have been laughing at something else. But when Mourinho said you're shit at training, he just laughed. If that was a Kane who Mourinho said you're crap at training, he wouldn't have been laughing. He'd have been out training until it went dark. That, that <laughs> same day. And that's, the, that's the mentality. It could have been embarrassment. Yeah. Yeah, which I thought that Ndombele had with how we uh, reacted to Jose calling him out, and it just completely seems to have regressed, which is a real shame because he's got so much talent. He reminds me so much of him. I said this with Brad the other night. For me, 
Undumbele is not a Premier League footballer. He wants too much time on the ball. He doesn't have that time. He doesn't like being harried. He doesn't like being hassled. And I don't think he's got the calmness to be able to to deal with that. I don't, and, and he's a big guy, but he gets knocked off the ball. I think the Premier League is too physical for him, and I don't think he's suited to it. I think, and I think he knows he's not suited to it because I don't also think I don't think he wants to put in the effort mm. to make him good enough for it either. A bit, a bit, no. you know, a bit like Delhi. Do you know what I mean? Put him in a lower, mm. put him in a like the Farmers League over over the pond, you know, over the channel maybe, and and you might see a completely different guy. Same with Delhi. You put them in a you know, a less pressured league, you know, as regards pace and everything else, you might see a complete change in, in Delhi as well. But, yeah, for me, Undenbele, he's not, he's not Premier League. He's, he's got the talent, he's got the ability. But I just think he doesn't want that physicality. He doesn't want that, that lack of time on the ball. He wants to be able to have that time. And, yeah, yeah he won't get it as long as he's in the Premier League. Yeah, Craig's asked here, um, what's stopping Conte from playing a three-five-two? What's he not happy with the centres, backs, the midfield? What position needs to be strengthened so he changes the formation? That would be the most important transfer. I think that needs to be something <coughs> creative in that middle of that in that five. Uh, that allows the uh, uh, full backs like Rose and Walker did to go marauding forward because you've got the people, the person there who can ping them out from fifty yards without even <laughs> really looking up. But um, yeah, what one player I just wanted to talk about before we kind of head off. Uh, we talked about Undombele there, who who has completely fallen off, and it's Skip. I, I think he's been immense in the last two games. Maybe maybe that's just because he's been tracking back right at the end, and we've been starved for so long of someone who looks like they give a crap. Well, this is but what I was saying I, I, earlier. He about... played a, lo- a couple of really nice balls. There was one to Davies, which resulted in a chance. I think it was a goal actually. In the, he passed it to Davies at Doc- and then put it Doherty in the quickly, and then it obviously the the cross went behind, and then uh, Davies picked up the piece and gave it to Son. But yeah, that 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 was the quick movement which we we've been starved of since pretty much Ericsson left. It wasn't a 50-yard ball, which, which only seemingly Kane can do that, and he can't do that at the moment. But, um, yeah, and, and his running at the end as well is, is closed down. There, there was one slide challenge, wasn't there, in the second half, I think, where it looked like the Norwich guy was 95-5, favourite to win it, and he slid yeah. in cleanly, took the ball, and then given it to someone else. That, 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 as well. Yeah, and, and that attitude, that commitment, that desire, I mean, maybe it's because we've been starved of that for quite a while now. But yeah, I, I thought he was immense, and uh, Mourinho was, and other people saying he's a future Spurs captain. Carry on like that, they're they're they're, they're going to be I, proven I, right. I, I thought Skip. <clears throat> I think Skip is superb. Um, I the thing I like most about Skip, and this is me going back to what we we're talking about with the centre backs. Um, for me, he offers um, he offers a bit of defensive reassurance because of how well he gets back. He's I think he reads the game very well for somebody so young. Um, Absolutely brilliant. And he, he does, for me, I take a little bit of comfort that he's on the pitch when it comes to the defensive mm-hmm. side of the game. Um, and this is one of the reasons why I say about him and Winks. You know, if you're looking for something a bit more attacking, then I think that the Winks offers you uh, the similar stability in the middle, but more forward threat than going back. Whereas obviously Skip is more, more going back. But then if you look at the Norwich game, it looks like he's added a little bit of that to his game as well. Um, I just, I just think Skip. Yeah, I, I agree. There is the, the potential for Skip. There is absolutely unreal, and the fact mm. that he's had been able to work under Jose, you know, because even training wise, to just pick that man's brain must be a pleasure. 
right? Mm. And then to have Conte come in, you know, it's going to do nothing but wonders to, to mm. skip, hopefully, uh, in propelling him forward as how he is as a player. Um, and I do, I think he's definitely one to keep watching for Tottenham. I, I think, yeah, I, I agree. There is, there is great potential there for him to become a future captain um, for, for Spurs. Um, as long as as long as he keeps going the way he's going, yeah, and he seems to have got a good partnership with Hoiberg, which is obviously important. And, and you know, Hoiberg's fairly experienced, so it's not a bad person. He's, to making, he's making Hoiberg look worse. <laughs> yeah. might, and you might think, you know, I know you chuckle, but I, you know, there's been moments over the last few games where things have been pointed out on Twitter and stuff about the things that Hoiberg is is not doing. You know that maybe he was doing when he first came in last year. Um, you know, there's little bits where he's he's being he's being called out, and and you know some of it I agree with, some of it I don't. But at the same time, it's you know he's you know whereas Skip's going in with man of the match performances week in week out at the moment. Um, you know, so it's it shows just the level I think that that Skip has the ability to get to is probably not far off from where else he could go is it, it's mm. the sky's the limit for that lad genuinely it wouldn't yeah. surprise me give it a couple of years he's going to be having some some big teams knocking at his door certainly if we're not in Champions League and winning cups by then absolutely yeah but well, I think Conte will absolutely love him that desire and and fight and yeah, at work rate, work rate certainly. I mean, he's possibly the only one who didn't really need uh, many of the fitness coaches that uh, they brought a bus full of uh, uh, with him. Uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, and I, I wonder as well with Skip because he obviously played for Norwich last year. If he had a little bit more of a, uh, I really want to win this because it was his old kind of team. But he, he definitely looked like he uh, was fired up for that game. That, to that, be fair, Skip always looks fired up, and this is the thing. I, like he looked you, a little bit more so. That he looked a little bit more so on. Uh, maybe that was because I was at the game and uh, Brentford and other games. Leeds I had to watch on TV, but uh, he, he looked more fired up to me. Mm, I, I I think he just you know I I just think he I think he's up for every game. I, I genuinely do. He's he's got his chance to play first team football, and he's and he's taking that with both hands. Um, mm. You know, yes, there's probably that little bit of extra that he put. You know, he had a, he had that shot in the first half. You know, you know, fair play. <laughs> do you know what I mean? He was, you know, he, yeah. he did look up for it. But that's the thing with with, with Skip. I think he's he's up for every game. Mm. Well, I hope so because that, that that then filters through the team and filters through everybody. Um, but yeah, sorry, uh, my, my, my little man's just woke up. What's that? Uh, Mummy's okay, come here then. Yeah, we haven't really sorry. got that much to talk about now, really. Um, no, apart from my little man with his uh Tottenham PJs on. Can we get us come on, you Spurs? All right, All right love you. Yeah, uh, yeah, we, we haven't really um. Got much else to talk about now, um, but yeah, Craig's uh, put a comment in. He knows those players. It would have given him extra confidence. Uh, I think he's talking about skip there. But yeah, um, three wins out of three. Four, four without defeat in the league. Coming up to a real, real crucial point now. Brighton, Leicester away. And then the biggie, uh, uh, Liverpool at home. Which the Liverpool at home will show us exactly where we are with this squad. And hopefully we can 
seven points someone said i think that might have been you uh, or it might have been josh actually uh, uh seven points out of nine be delighted with that we'll be in the top four race then and then you've got january where you can hopefully strip yeah i said really i said oh yeah because i said you know seven would be great five five is, is yeah. possibly exactly it's just sod's law we'll we'll have a slip against leicester i just I yeah, you know, yeah. it's just one of those games yeah, especially, especially after what happened at the last game last season. Was it last season? Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Um, but yeah, anyway, uh, too, too many reasons to be cheerful. Uh, we can't really complain. Three wins out of three, a 3-0 win, uh, which I can't remember a 3-0 win for us in the Premier League for a long, long time. Um, has to have been before COVID. I, I can't remember one before that. Although we had a 4-0 under Jose, didn't we, where Bale scored two. But, um still a long yeah. time but yeah <laughs> it feels like a lot more positives than we've seen negatives in the last month or so but yeah um hopefully it continues hopefully it continues with the next Fingers three games when we come a, a, a new year we're right up there in that top four race but um yeah excellent having you on thank you so much for coming on again as always it's always uh, a pleasure mate yeah before you go uh, motion podcast uh that's your yours and uh, mark mark sweeney as well uh yeah where so yeah we, um so yeah yeah you'll find us on on um on most pod streaming services we uh, say we're a little bit behind at the moment because we we've actually been going to games rather than uh working <laughs> or, or sat at home watching them at t- uh, on the tv um but yeah so that emotion pods the podcast one mine my personal one i think which you put in the um yeah, yeah, both the, both the uh, link for the podcast and your Twitter handle in the description. And the Twitter, yeah, yeah Mac eighteen eighty two THFC. Um, if you want to follow and look at the shite that I tweet, then happy days. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, mate. As always, it's, it's been a pleasure to come on and, and talk. Oh, pleasure and, having you on. Yeah. Welcome anytime. And uh, yeah, big thanks as well to Josh, Josh the Tottenham guy. You can find him on uh, YouTube and Brad Matthews. You can find him on Twitter at Brad Hotspur. Um, yeah, please, uh, everyone who's uh, been putting comments in and watching, thank you so much. Cheers, Craig. Craig putting in a lot of comments there. Appreciate that. Thank you so much. And uh, make sure we hit the like. Make sure we hit the subscribe. All helps the channel. Be back on uh, Friday. Uh, we've got the Brighton game at the weekend, so we'll be looking forward to that. Hopefully oh. looking forward to that. Oh, Really? Well, you yeah, have to I'm come on Monday and say uh, uh, how it was, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm going down to Brighton for that one. So um, yeah, it, it's going to be a nice two-hour trip down there. Hopefully, mm. we'll get a good result. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm I reckon two two one maybe two yeah, two one three. We're on good form at the moment, so hopefully the confidence is really flowing and we can get Kane his goal or Kane can get him, yeah. himself his goal and then kickstart yeah, his season and that really pushes us up compared to who we've got out. But yeah, I, I still mm. think we should. Yeah, I think hopefully three points for that one. And, uh, yeah, we'll continue to be a couple of happy Spurs going uh, moving forward for the next show. Yeah, it's just nice to have three wins out of three. We haven't had that for a long time. And, yeah, it's just, yeah, long, long may it continue. And until then, till Friday, come on, you Spurs. Up the Spurs. Thank you so much for watching, for everybody who participated in the live chat and added comments. Before you go, please make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. Anybody who couldn't watch the live video, you can still catch us on YouTube. Add any comments, suggestions or questions to the comments section on the video. 
Anybody who's listened to the audio-only podcast, thank you so much for listening. Anybody who wants the audio-only podcast, you get this wherever you get your podcast from. Alternatively, if you go to Twitter, at LTalkTottenham, you'll find all the information there. We'll be back soon. We're live Mondays, 8pm, Fridays, half 12, UK time. Until then, come on, you Spurs! <laughs>